0: Surviving narcissistic abuse is one of the biggest tragedies that can ever happen to you. I have my personal reasons to say so, one of which is its devastating impact on your physical health. The prolonged exposure to psychological distress creates an overwhelming demand for your body to survive, which exhausts its resources, giving birth to numerous disorders, ailments and dysfunctionalities, both mental and physical. Simply put, your body keeps the score of the damage caused by the narcissist, and you struggle to live a normal and healthy life even after leaving the abusive environment. But how does the body get so affected? How does it keep the score? Knowing the answers to these questions is crucial because if you were ever to heal, you need to know what happened to you. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. This episode is the first part of the series I am doing on understanding and healing the devastating impact of narcissistic abuse on your health. This part will be about learning what happens in your body when it faces the adversity created by the narcissist abuse. If you do not want to miss any episodes in this series, subscribe and press the bell icon to stay updated with everything latest. Without further ado, let's jump right into the topic. In the beginning of this episode, I said that prolonged exposure to psychological stress creates an overwhelming demand for the body to survive. Which simply means that your body adapts to the environment and allocates most of its resources to survival, making it easy. An example of this could be staying hyper vigilant and hyper attuned to the environment all the time to make sure you prepare in advance for the narcissist's incoming abuse and make it out alive. But this happens at a cost. The chronic, constant overactivation and overuse of survival systems and stress responses, such as Fight, flight, freeze and fawn. For years, fatigue your body and it starts wearing down. This stress-induced dysregulation causes damage which manifests as multiple health disorders of the gut, nervous system, immune system and other systems alike. We'll talk more about these disorders in a minute. Let's take a deeper look at the dysregulation in the body and how it translates into physical health issues. One crucial aspect to look at when understanding the physiological impact of stress caused by narcissistic abuse is the HPA axis. The hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis which connects the hypothalamus, pituitary glands and adrenal glands. It is a major neuroendocrine system that controls reactions to stress... And regulates many body processes including digestion, the immune system, mood and emotions, sexuality and energy storage. The HPA axis is central in regulating many homeostatic systems in the body including the metabolic system, cardiovascular system, immune system, reproductive system and central nervous system. If the HPA axis is dysregulated almost everything else would be dysregulated and imbalanced. A little more about its functioning. The hypothalamus releases corticotropin releasing hormone CRH which stimulates the anterior pituitary gland to release adrenocorticotropic hormone which in turn stimulates the adrenal cortex to release cortisol. Normal cortisol levels are necessary for our functioning and maintaining the circadian rhythm. But because you are exposed to the never-ending stress caused by the narcissist abuse, this system starts malfunctioning. It makes the HPA axis over-responsive and dysregulated meaning it activates too readily and does not shut down appropriately. Sensitization of the HPA axis leads to the overproduction of cortisol and other stress-related hormones like adrenaline and noradrenaline, damaging body and brain as they remain chronically high for years. There's a lot more to understand about the HPA axis and trauma, but that is for another episode. All in all, the stress you endure because of how the narcissist treats and abuses you stuns your body and the systems that run it. It activates extreme coping mechanisms necessary for survival, but at the expense of keeping you dysregulated most of the time. Talking more about the health issues you could develop from surviving the narcissist, the sky is the only limit. From various forms of cancerous to autoimmune disorders, you can develop pretty much anything without any organic cause. You can have gut issues like chronic IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, leaky gut syndrome and gastrointestinal reflux disease. Disorders of the immune system may include but are not limited to chronic fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's, multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, and lupus. I can keep going on and on for hours but the list is never ending. What condition or issue did you develop from surviving narcissistic abuse? Let me know in the comments and help other survivors feel less alone in their experiences. If I had to share my personal experience with this, I would say it has been devastating to say the least. I was very young when I was diagnosed with chronic IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, and that continued for years. Indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, irregular bowel movements, everything that you can think of when it comes to IBS. I had it. It didn't stop there. I developed hypothyroidism underactive thyroid gland, migraines, myopia, somatic pain without any organic cause. I suffered a lot and I tried to seek medical help, but they focused on symptomatic resolution. The cause was the same. It didn't get better because I was in the same environment and nothing was changing. The medicines made things a little better for me, but it was as chronic as it was in the beginning. I would say with years, it got worse. A time came in my life when I developed hypochondriasis. It's a form of health anxiety where you feel you have something, some kind of disorder, some kind of disease, something even when there is no evidence. You almost become delusional and paranoid. And I was delusional about having my urinary tract blocked and having my urinary bladder burst. I was always living under the fear that it would happen any moment, even when there was no evidence, nothing proved. Ultrasonographies, urine examinations, nothing came out. I had that and I literally had somatic feelings, the tightness and the pressure in my lower abdomen. To cut it short, it got to a point where I was about to end it all because it wasn't just the hypochondriasis, it was IBS, it was migraines. Everything became a heart mess in mixture. I wasn't able to see a way out. I became really depressed and I, I was about to end it all by ending my life. But I didn't do it and it is at that point when I chose a different path, a different way of holistic healing, doing the trauma work and seeking a lot of help got me to a place where my IBS is under control. My hypochondriasis is fully gone. My migraines are completely gone. Other things are gone. I still have some issues that I'm working on, but I'm a lot better. I'm just saying that for you to know that there is hope. With healing, there is a lot that changes in the body. Once the stress is removed, once the nervous system is regulated, once you help it to get better, everything else gets better. Now I know many of you would be wondering, how do you heal all of this? How was I able to do that? The answer to that isn't simple. What I can tell you for now is that a pill dispensary attitude does not work, nor does the approach focused on symptomatic resolution because the cause remains unresolved. Healing your health is a holistic process that needs an integrated approach. More about that in part two of the series. Until the next one, let the healing begin.